1: Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Dr. Sherelle Edwards, who loves creating businesses and manages them all with an assistance, of team of virtual assistants all over the place. So AGC Worldwide offers alternative dispute resolution services. AGC Wholesale offers online products and affiliate sales. And All One Life is a virtual functional healthcare organization that offers health assessments, lab work testing, and herbal formulations. Fantastic. Hey, Dr. Sherelle, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you
1: for having me today. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on crumbs? Where do you want to start? Where are you with your business today? And who is it that you'd love to work with?
2: Well, I still have all three businesses, uh, still very uh with the hey, with the greatest blessing of a team of virtual assistants, of course. But my day-to-day, I work day-to-day in all one life, which is uh the virtual uh healthcare business. And um, because I am the I am the um professional, the sole professional under that umbrella. And um, I love what I do. Um, it's an opportunity to witness change and to see people really come to a place where they're fed up, they're tired. They want to change their health and everything mm-hmm. else that they've tried has not worked for them. It did not take off. It did not gain the results that they've desired. And they want to look at complementary medicine or another way to do things. So that's, yeah. that's where I come in at. And that's where I get to, uh, like they say, perform a little magic or do some things that may, uh, impact their lives and and get them to a good place.
1: Love that. So you're not like the, the sort of the first line defense. Your no. clients come to you when they've done the, the the usual stuff, or they've tried all the things. They're told it would work. They've seen it work for everyone else, but oh my gosh, it's not working for them personally.
0: That's That's
1: so, w- w- what sort of frame of mind or what state are they in when they when they first reach out to you?
2: Um. They're just basically they're at this place that one size doesn't fit all. Um, mm. they're they're recognizing, I, you know, I do this, I've did this for a few years, or been doing this for 15 years, or I've had people, you know, different stages. But mm. you know, they're like, look, I've been doing this for a while, nothing's happening. They're pretty much fed up with the medications. They're fed up with the, you know, I gotta go. Somebody gotta stick me every month. I said, yeah, I'm gonna still have to see you, still have to see you to get stuck, but not as often. <laughs> Because so what, I, what is
1: it? What is it primarily that you help people to work through? What is the what is the tangible result that you love to, to guide people towards?
2: They gain they gain a knowledge of the root cause of their chronic illness. That is the that is their that is the, the primary benefit. When they start with me, you have to start with an assessment, which is broken up into 30 minute appointments. And then there's lab testing in like within that within that umbrella of time. And we put those two together. So that's basically the, compara- the comparable of the subjective and the objective. You put mm. those two together, you look at those. I, I have a, a background in phlebotomy um, and uh, healthcare administration, so I understand how to read labs. And we go through and I look at the key thing, the top things that stick out about their lab work. I have different biomarkers. I don't use regular biomarkers um, when I'm looking at my lab testing because when you get those back probably about 80 to 85 percent of everybody's going to come back normal. but uh, my yeah, my marker is a little bit different so they get mm. to tell me a little bit more. and um, from that I can gauge some things that we need that needs to be worked on. Now mm. when we're done with that that, that my client, that client has a decision to make, whether they want to continue to work with me in a three or a six to month program to work on those things, or they could just take, you know, take what they've learned from me and go back and, you know, work with their primary care physician. And, mm. or they can do a combination of both because the, one of the greatest myths and misconceptions is that once somebody like me come in, that you have, that you're separating or you're leaving your primary care, no. I have a primary care physician and I can do a lot of things on my own. Um mm. but the thing is we're it really are like it's really st- should be a team, a team oriented uh environment and a team concept so that we're all working together to get this person to where they need to be. So yeah. many times people think, "Oh, do I know? You keep your primary care physician. If you fall, you pass out, you have an accident, you need that person. Keep that person. They're 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 great in emergencies and quick and quick care mm. but if you're looking for long-term change and results and stuff like that that's my that's my area um that I focus on more and I have more time than they do so because I'm not in yeah. the inundated with insurance the insurance industry regulations and stuff like that so I have more time and that's where I come in it
1: so there's one point that you mentioned there that I think is so so important, I and mean, it covers so many different industries. Uh, the word "normal." Mm-hmm. Now, oh my gosh, you said all these markers they might come back as normal, but you can find where these mm-hmm. these abnormalities or these shifts or these nuances actually are. Because yeah, you know, we've had a lot of people healthcare on the show, and mm-hmm. there's an awful lot of talk about you know things you, when you have your your generic markers back it's like yeah you're within this range so you're normal but right. the patient themselves are screaming like i'm not something is wrong but th- the tests say this or the information says that or you're within this this buffer which is probably quite huge i'm not mm-hmm. dissing the healthcare system that it's tough there are so many people you have to fall within certain parameters but there's mm-hmm. something in that that is okay it's restrictive and normal and this is normal and you know find put up with it whether it's healthcare conditions or being a business owner or a relationship crumbs it covers everything Mm -hmm. that it's fine it's normal put up with it that is not a way to live
2: no no that service, that surface level care and surface always is what I call misleading. Mm. Um, it gives you a false, a false sense of comfort, because if there's anything bubbling up under that surface, you're not really catching it or focusing yeah. on it. So, yeah, it's at, at surface level. I mean, yeah, you could go along with it, but it may not serve you in the long run.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to live a life that's just fine. We were saying forget yourself all the time. It's fine. It'll do. That is, oh my God, that is not what I want from a relationship. That's not what I want from a business. That Mm -hmm. is not what we strive for. Yeah. It's where Mm -hmm. we often find ourselves. So what is the wake up call that your, that your clients, your patients have when they realize, okay, I need to find another way. I need to trust myself that there is a better way or a different Mm -hmm. way or there's something I don't know. What is that for
2: them? I've heard all. I've heard a number of things. Some people, I'm just tired. Uh, this has been a long time going, or I can't live like this. I, I've had a few that was not in. They hadn't. There were one was like pre diabetic for for instance, because I deal with a lot of uh, diabetic mm. and hypertensive uh, clients, and one was pre diabetic. She says, "Oh no, I seen." In those offices and, you know, in in, in the facilities and stuff, what those people do, they carry around bags of medicine. I do not want to be that. That's not what I want to look like. So you do have a few people that are coming around and they're like, look, I no, I can't do that. And if I follow the course that they follow, that's exactly what I'm going to look like. They get it. They get it quick. So there are some that they catch it quick. So they're like, no, what, you know, you have more time. What can you work with me alongside with my primary care physician so that we can fix this and get this, get this on track and and, and get things under control because you Mm. really can't control those, those uh, illnesses. You can control those uh, in a great deal. And it's not all weight. It's not all, it's not all um, food, but it's a combination of the two. And then two. Knowing good, watching good labs like we were talking about earlier. Not look, not doing surface labs, but doing labs that have markers that are going to be preventive and catch things as they start to arise. Or you see a shift in a change. I can look back six months and look at something, and then go six months down the line. And if I see a change, hey, hey, it's something happening here. Mm. Let me look up this and see what what we're dealing with here. What you know, I, I put in and put in what I get. I can come up with a percentage a percentage change and stuff. And, and we can start to see, you know, if it's something that we really need to take focus of. Most of the time, if it's something 10% or less, it's more or less like a diet issue or something basic. And it's not that major of a change. But a lot mm. of times you can look at, I've, I've had somebody brought me some old labs and I saw um, within a six month period where stuff had changed drastically, but it really wasn't focused on. So, yeah.
1: so yeah. it's, <laughs> there's there's two bits here one it's information information mm-hmm. is so so crucial and i'm always gonna pull this conversation back down to to business as well as, as health it's holding oh, yeah. that space because i think there's it's, it's relevant in both areas but also it's not just the information but it's knowing yourself oh, understanding yeah. okay understand my body Understand the um the intolerances understanding the the strengths the weaknesses Mm-hmm. understanding yourself Absolutely. from a personal perspective then you can know what what you need to be doing how you need to work mm-hmm. out eat mm-hmm. take care of yourself what kind of sleep you need all this these kind of things which it sounds like it's a lot and it can be but to find the right things for you in these areas and start mm-hmm. to build up for that it mm-hmm. it makes such a difference and just like with with business to know yourself with crumbs i mean you, you Build multiple businesses you, you you've got the help to guide you through this as well but knowing your strengths and weaknesses knowing yourself how have you how have you been able to take this knowledge or this uh, these principles of mm-hmm. understanding yourself looking at the markers knowing what you need to do who you are how have you been able to sort of take this into being being businesswoman
2: oh so many ways um, because what happens is, um, you'll look at a pattern. I've been doing this, such, such, and, yeah. you know, then I'm looking at the numbers here. This is some results already and stuff, but then I'm looking at this and, you know, that's not, that's not, that's not moved or, you know, not much has changed there, but you take the, you start, it's like, well, something has changed here because, you know, where from where I started, you shouldn't. Mm. Here a year or two or whatever, it shouldn't look the same, or it should it should be some di- you know some major differences. And especially once you bring a team on and get involved, that should mm. that should really elevate uh, uh the the magnified as uh, shall I say your picture of what you're looking at. So sometimes you can look at just simple things like that on a general scale and say, hey, something is changed or not change. So mm. either way. You can take that information and say, well, maybe I need to sit down for you know half a day or take sit down for a few hours and and, and really look closely at what's going on here. And you know, if I, I might need to tweak a few things. And then again, then again too, it might be on the way that it might be breaking to a point to where I want it to go, finally. So it just depends. But yeah, sometimes it's just knowing knowing those basic things like that, like you said, what you know something's not quite right here or something has changed here. And then having having the accountability for yourself to say, "Hey, I need to look at this a little bit more, mm. just to see what's really going on." Yeah, yeah, and not and not leave it and not leave it in the gray area for forever and ever.
1: <laughs> oh, because oh, come on! Again, we we talk about business. We can talk about uh, healthcare and our bodies as human beings. Oh my gosh, we are built to just kind of ignore and push things aside. So we don't want to. You know, go into this real unsafe, uncomfortable place. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to ignore these health challenges that they come up because I don't want to know or believe or see that this could be possible. So the easiest thing is to, to do something about it, to reach out for help or squirrel, go look somewhere else. I think mm-hmm. the same comes into business with... Uh, whether it's you know as a yourself you know an entrepreneur a solopreneur you have the VAs that you know really help you with your business but there is a level of um, responsibility for yourself mm. and to be able to sort of hold space for that when there's all the all the hats that you get to wear on this the rollercoaster journey of your businesses yeah. there's a lot in that so where is it for you of your business that you you find ah oh, there's a tendency to I'm, I'm you know better you know this but you kind of avoid and push that aside because you've got maybe other things to focus on or maybe that's too big a step or whatever it might be
2: uh, i'm sorry you said where where is that where in that process yeah um ooh happen happen happens more often than not um you'll be we'll be in a project or a campaign Hmm. And, um, I I'll, you know, we'll be putting something together and we'll see something, you know, it's not major. It's not uncommon. It's something we haven't seen before. But I was like, you know, we don't see that a couple of times and in my mind as the leader. I'm like, I don't know if I want to see that too many times, you know. So that's just me now. But the team, they're like, oh, yeah, that's just normal. You know, I've seen this at other places. It didn't mean much and it probably didn't. But, hmm. you know, as but that's the difference between being mediocre and being great, so (laughs) many times, so yeah, for me it's going to mean a little bit more than maybe it's going to mean for them you know, but at the same time many of them many of the because that's the awesome thing about it, having a team and and that's what they are their teammates and team members But mm. the, the great thing about having a team is some of them bring skill sets and they can they can tell you oh well, well I saw this before we did this and it kind of went away or we did you know a, maybe this is a suggestion so that team you know sometimes just another a different set of eyes with a different set of experience mm. sheds light can shed a little light on something or Love change that. how you approach it yeah
1: Nice. And with, with the businesses that you've uh, you've built, they're all slightly different. Now, the one, the maybe the first big hurdle that a lot of solopreneurs come to is, you know, bring on that that first hire, whether it's a VA or or a sales team or marketing help or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. How did you find that that transition? What is it that you find is the the best thing that you you did from that sort of hiring perspective?
2: Well, I wanted to hire much quicker than I did. Excuse me. I wanted to hire much quicker than I did because I saw the duties and things, uh, you know, as business grows, you see the duties and stuff adding on. So I wanted to hire much quicker than I did, but I had to uh, get with, I started, what I did is started meeting with my CPA. And I was like, look, this is what we're bringing in. I need to, you know, maybe I need your, your, uh, your sharp eye. To tell me what we need to do or not do and undo or, or resituate so mm. that I can start allotting for to offer somebody a decent pay because people you can get a lot of people in. that was not a problem It's getting them to stay. Because one reason that people don't stay with employment is because of pay and the second reason is because their skills and, and skill set and talents are not being effectively utilized mm. so. And yeah, those are the two top two reasons. So with that in mind, I said I I don't I don't have a lot of space here. I'm new, and I, yes, we're making we're starting to bring in money. We're starting to make money, but I don't have money to waste. So with that said, I need you to look through. You know, let's meet once a week uh, based on what we're bringing in and start. You know, so that I can start bringing somebody on. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Yeah, and bringing somebody on and start paying yourself." That's what she told me. So I said, OK, I said, that's going to be running tight. I said, I I, I, said, I can do what I need to do at night to take care of me. <laughs> I said, but in other words, I, my own self-employment stuff, I can mm. do that. But I need to make sure that if I bring somebody on that, you know, the salary is the salary is going to be comparable. Decent It's going to be a decent salary. And then to that, I'm able to employ them so that their skill set and, you know, their skill set and and the things that they're going to bring to the table are going to be effectively utilized while, you know, in what I need, you know, need to be done, what, you know, what I'm developing. So she Hmm. said, okay, cool. So that's what we did. And for probably about two months, um, I met with her, I started, you know, shifting money and, you know, lining things a lot more, a lot more uh, focused. And getting things done, and you know, because what happens is once you become a business owner, then people start reaching out to you for donations to nonprofit charities. And I had a lot, I don't know why. All of a sudden, when I wanted to hire somebody, all of that started happening. People start contacting the business, wanting you know, charity stuff. And I'm a charitable person, but my she said, look, no, <laughs> she said, Tell them, she said, we're gonna pick two or three. And it's gonna. And she gave me a certain amount. It wasn't a great amount. I know I was breaking it more, so I could get, ga- I could give more. She mm. said no. She said, I, she said when we first met about this, we were gonna do two things. We we're gonna hire somebody and get you paid. She said, and I still intend. I want to meet both goals. <laughs> That's so Because I was gonna leave me out to do the donating.
1: <laughs> oh, and this is welcome to the world of a solopreneur oh my gosh you know this yeah. the people pleasing over delivering undercharging putting everyone yeah. else first front, yeah. and it comes into clients yeah They're trying to help us there's a need there there's a desire there's a yeah, love
2: absolutely. with absolutely. and then
1: when you bring in employees oh my gosh now you care about writing for their family now there's more pressure that comes yeah. on board so absolutely. bringing on employees should have been this golden age where you know life gets easier now i get right. there's there's all these tasks i don't have to do you can work you know you're on your mm-hmm. business rather than just the grind within it yeah. however next level that always brings something new so yeah. what was what was that step like what what was it that that came with the golden age of now it's not just a printer, but crumbs i didn't see this coming what was that
2: uh, interesting because I had to, I had to make a real decision we, and, and when we started that, that was one of the real top decisions. I could have easily grabbed up a 1099 person, brought them in to do some labor, but did I want at that pivotal time in my vision and trying to grow a new business? Is that, is that really going to be beneficial to me in the business? Mm. And is that, you know, where you want to start at, you need somebody that's invested, that's going to show up every day, you know, you, you, you're paying, but they're aware of what you're trying to accomplish, and mm-hmm. they're a teammate, they understand, you know, so when you're, you know, preoccupied working on something else. They know how to, you know, do what it is that, you know, the piece that is pivotal that you brought them in for and understand how they fit into that process, you know, to the vision and the process of what you're trying to do. So yeah. I said, yeah, I could have easily grabbed the 1099, but I decided I decided that the employee, because of what I wanted to achieve, was the better fit. Mm. And especially for a new business. So that's the way I went. Now, since I've gotten past that and I've grown up the first business and now on to the, I'm into the third business, I understand uh, my needs and dynamics better and I understand what's available now. So I do operate now with a lot of 1099 teams, 1099, um, you know, VA teams and stuff like mm. that but they still work for me, you know, uh, on a regular, uh, on a full-time basis. <laughs> and they had, you know, some of them been real for a while. Some of them have referred, you know, people to me. Sometimes that's worked and sometimes that hasn't. But, you know, they understand the vision and the and the mission and the concept, and they understand mm. that I'm depending on them to bring in, to, to bring their strengths in. So this yeah. is not a... I'm, I'm going to come in and tell you what to do all day. No, 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 no. I like to hire and walk away because I like to hire good people that know what they're doing. And I, it, when I come back, it's done. You mm. <laughs> know, so I'm not a babysitter, but at that same time, I do. I, I am watching for results. Nice. So, so yeah.
1: I think that's an important aspect to use their skill set to yeah. actually encourage it to give them the space to do oh, that. Yeah. It's it's Absolutely. huge. It's what what would you? What would you say is is the biggest challenge for you now? Then, because obviously with the experience that you've had and having these teams that you've created, this space for them to take on the roles, responsibilities that you know they need to do. What is it for you right now that is, yeah, here's here's the next level you've got to, and this is what you're sort of currently working through. That on paper, uh-huh. you should have learned all the lessons by now. It should be you've done all the things, you know all the stuff, but that's not yeah. the way it works, is it?
2: Yeah, at the I, 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 now, I, like you said, the, th- the thoughts are different. What if I had to get rid of one of these businesses? Which one would I get rid of first, and why? Um, what does downsizing look like for me in terms mm. of business and shifting my life? You know, just you know, yeah, you know, sh- shifting my life more or less to uh to you know, like not a retirement because there's no such. I don't believe there's no such thing anymore, but. <laughs> but you don't want to
1: retire look at you look at what you're building look what you do oh my gosh
2: I don't believe yeah I just don't believe in that term there's no such thing as retirement I haven't seen that in a long time so (laughs) so but to a state where um of course you know where I can meet my personal needs but as well Mm. as uh leave uh leave the legacy that the businesses has started because some of these things um, you know they're gone, and other people are p- doing them or picking them up. So that's not—it's not, yeah. not going to be a void per se, but the level of—but the level of, the level of uh, service, you know, that we provide, that we try to provide, and stuff like that is what's was kept our name and what's grown us uh, dram- dramatically. I can say that. So you know, I've thought often thought about that. What would I do? What would I get rid of? You know, would I sell anything? If it was sellable, that, that's all I always wonder about that. You know, business is sellable, but is this something that somebody would want to purchase or buy? You know, mm. and you know, in certain states, so it's just that thing. Uh, what would I shift to? I, I believe now because I'm at the end, and um, I'm a healer. That with, being a final therapist you're more or less a healer. I'm at that state, so that's gonna. I believe that piece is gonna carry me out. That's gonna carry me out of work. Yeah, that's going to carry. And that's just going
1: to carry me on to my old age. <laughs> Beautiful. But, well, you you have all the foundations behind you, You have everything that's going to set yeah. you up to to guide yeah. you as you go through this this next phase, this yeah. next iteration. So, yeah. hey, Dr. Shara, thanks so, so much for being here and sharing not only your business, but um behind the scenes. What it's like for you is as you've sort of navigated and, and grown as a as a person and an, and an employer.
2: Oh. Easy, it's. I mean, for me, it's it's like an ease that the people check in. You know, I got team leads. They, you know, people hey, send your message uh you know this that and the other I always I'm, I talk, I'm always available by mess you know for anybody that's in the team that something comes up we all mm. human and there's families and children and you know these people are raising I'm although I'm past that stage in my life they're not some of them yeah so you know always reach out to me if something happens um I believe in good communication I still pull everybody in although we do a, text group and loom and stuff like that i still put everybody in on zoom so that we can see a face and identify and learn each other's actual yeah. uh language length uh language uh language style and stuff like that and, and understand one another stuff like that so we just you know we keep it we keep it uh commute community like communal
1: it's all all about the right culture and yeah yeah. you enjoying what is your building so thank you so much for being with us look if people want to find out more about about you and the work that you do where can they find you
2: oh cool bees! they can find me on instagram i am at dr she s-h-e serves s-e-r-v-s instagram um i also have a site uh, they can reach me at www.herecomesdoctor.com. Um, I can be reached there. Um, email uh, onelife71 at gmail.com. And um, I don't, I, I normally don't give out the phone because that's for the customers. But um, if somebody needs to reach, if somebody needs to contact us through that, they can do so at 321-710-6568. 321 321-
1: Seven one zero six five six eight. Super stuff. Dr. Trielle, thank you so much for being here today and sharing and uh, yeah, having so much fun. It's been really cool. Thank you. Hey Katie. Yeah, Mark. Wanna do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end.
0: Yay, you.
1: So what happens next?